All right, thank you, Paul. How's everybody doing? Let's pray. God, we love you. We praise you. Be with the attitudes of people in this world right now and, and just uh, help people to come together. Help people to show real love. Help people to show real truth that comes from you. Help us all to have open and honest conversations with one another without tearing each other apart, whether that's on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And God, help us to be safe with this virus, but help us to not be afraid at the same time. The only way we're going to get through all these things is together. Help us to remember that we are one in you. That's why scripture says we are one in Christ Jesus. Because of your son's blood, we have more in common than what we don't have in common. Help us to remember that. Help us to be that salt and light you've called us to be. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Did anyone despise getting shots as a kid at the doctor's office? I know I did. Does anybody despise getting shots now at the doctor's office? Okay, a couple of you. I know we got some tattoo people in the room. They're like, ah, needles don't bother me. Bring it on, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. But I would always forget when I was young that that pain in the doctor's office was for my gain. That pain in the doctor's office was for my gain. That pain was so that I could get a vaccine to help my immune system. That pain was for my gain. In Ecclesiastes, the writer of Ecclesiastes is telling the readers that life is meaningless without God. Life is meaningless without God. And in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, we find that pain is meaningless without God. We find in chapter 7 that if you put God in the picture, your pain is really there for your gain. And if we look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verses 1 through 4, we find out that there's actually more value in pain compared to good times. There's more value in pain compared to good times. So let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verses 1 through 4. A good name is better than fine perfume, and the day of death better than the day of birth. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting, for death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. Frustration is better than laughter, because a sad face is good for the heart. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of pleasure. Ecclesiastes 7, 1 through 4 is telling us that it's better to attend funerals over parties. That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Ecclesiastes 7, 1 through 4 is telling us it's better to attend funerals over parties. The writer is telling us it's better to deal with the pain and it's better to deal with the pain in funerals compared to being at parties. There's a lot of pain when we deal with funerals. A lot of us have to look at a loved one in a casket 
and come to the realization that we're not going to see that person again. A lot of us deal with pain at funerals because there's some family drama that comes at funerals sometimes. And a lot of us deal with pain at funerals because there are some regrets that are connected with funerals. There's a lot of pain associated with funerals. As a pastor, I have pain seeing everybody else go through pain. I've done almost 30 funerals in four years here. And I've seen many times people going through pain, and it tears me apart. And I have pain because other people are going through pain. So it doesn't make sense that the writer of Ecclesiastes is telling us that it's better to attend funerals over parties because there is a lot of pain connected with funerals. When you wake up on a Saturday morning, you're not telling um, your spouse, hey, honey, we got nothing to do. Let's check the obituaries. Maybe we can go to a funeral today. That'll give us something to do. Maybe we'll find one with a lunch. You know, Then we don't have to spend money at Golden Corral for the kids. You know, we, don't, we don't think like that. You don't go on Google and type in things to do in West Virginia and find funerals at the top of the list. Honestly, you find no search results found. No, I'm just joking. When you type in fun things to do in West Virginia. No, I love West Virginia. The wild and wonderful, right? We don't think funerals are better than parties. Most of the time. Verses 1 to 2 explain this theme of these four verses. This theme of funerals being better than parties. Verses 1 to 2 say, A good name is better than fine perfume, and the day of death better than the day of birth. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting. For death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. There's a couple things that we need to clarify as we look at these two verses. Solomon says, the day of your death is better than the day of your birth. The day of your death is better than the day of your birth. That doesn't make any sense either, does it? Well, King Solomon is not saying that you should commit suicide. King Solomon is not saying, well, since the day of your death is better than the day of your birth, you better you know, speed up this death thing. Solomon is also not saying, well, your birth doesn't mean anything. And Solomon is also not saying, well, life is meaningless. And Solomon is not being a, a nihilist, saying, well, this life is meaningless and, and you just live to die. Some of you remember when Bridge 9340 in Minneapolis collapsed in 2007. 13 people died, and 145 people were injured. It was a pretty devastating experience. When we look at the gospel, when we put God in the picture of death, we have a sturdy bridge that's never going to collapse, that serves as a bridge from this life to the next. And that bridge is death. When you look at the gospel, when you think about Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, when you think about Jesus giving up his body and blood so that we could conquer death, death is a bridge. Death is a sturdy bridge from this life 
to the next. And that bridge is not going to collapse because God's power is behind that bridge. Jesus conquered the grave so we don't have to be prisoners of physical death. Jesus became a human and experienced death as a human so that humans could see that they can experience death and overcome death and cross that bridge from this life to the next. That's why the day of your death is better than the day of your birth. Because when you bring the gospel into the picture, death is a bridge into the next life with Christ. Also, when you bring the gospel into the picture with death, the day of your death is better than the day of your birth. Because when you're born, you're born into brokenness. But when you die, you leave the brokenness. A lot of us don't think about this, but when we're born, we are born into brokenness. We're born into DMVs. We're born into HOAs. We're born into uh, crazy traffic. We're born into just a lot of annoying people. We're born into evil. We're born into tragedies. But when we die, we leave all that. When you have the gospel... The day of your death is better than the day of your birth. We need to have the attitude that Paul had in Philippians 1, 21 to 23. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. We should be torn between death and life like Paul when we see the day of our death is better than the day of our birth. We should have the attitude that to live is Christ, but to die is gain. When we see the day of our death is better than the day of our birth. There's another thing we need to look closely at as we look at these first two verses. Solomon says that, that funerals are better than parties. Solomon says that since the day of your death is better than the day of your birth, it's better to go to a funeral than a party. This is what Solomon is not saying in verse 2. Solomon is not saying that you should never go to parties. That would be a boring life if we never had parties. I believe God created the right kind of parties for a good purpose. God wants us to enjoy parties. God wants us to have fellowship with one another at parties. God wants us to celebrate his blessings through parties. It's great to celebrate the blessing of another year to live through a birthday. And it's a blessing to celebrate God blessing you with the opportunity to graduate from either high school or, or college. Parties have their place. We also have to remember, Jesus was involved in parties. Jesus was involved in weddings, and Jesus ate with the tax collectors and the sinners. What Solomon is saying is that funerals are better than parties. Funerals are better than parties. You can still attend parties, but funerals 
are better than parties. So we see some reasons why funerals are better than parties in verses 2 to 4. And here's the first reason why funerals are better than parties. First of all, funerals are better than parties because funerals remind you of your own mortality. Funerals remind you of your own mortality. Verse 2 says, It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting, for death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. Death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. When we go to funerals, we're hit with the reality that we're going to die one day, that life is going to end here. There are actually some Eastern monasteries that dig up old skulls of deceased monks, and they take these skulls, and they put these skulls on display in monasteries for visitors and monks. And these monasteries challenge the visitors and the monks to touch these skulls of deceased monks. I know it sounds kind of weird and kind of gross, but when these visitors and these monks touch these old skulls, they are supposed to be reminded that these visitors and monks will die one day. Those skulls serve as a reminder that these visitors and monks will die one day. One of my favorite singers, David Crowder, said in one of his songs, Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. That is a culture we live in. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to think about death. It's unnatural to think about death constantly, and it's uncomfortable to think about death constantly. It's uncomfortable to think about your own mortality. I don't know too many people that celebrate a birthday and think, happy birthday to me. I'm closer to dying this year. Exciting. I don't know of too many people that have a kid in the hospital that say, great, my baby's born. My baby's dying now because my baby's born. Because the day you're born is the day you're dying, if you really think about it. I don't see too many high school students that are saying, I better make funeral plans while I'm making college plans right now. It's just not natural to think about your own mortality. And it's just uncomfortable to think about your own mortality. But when we attend a funeral, we are hit with the reality of our own mortality. We can look at that casket and realize we're going to be there one day. And we realize, I better make some good decisions right now. And you come to the realization that you don't know when your last day is. And you come to the realization that there are a lot of other people that are going to be in a casket like that that don't know Jesus Christ. And I better get off my duff, and I better start spreading the gospel. Because there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be dying physically and spiritually, if I don't make good use of my time right now. And also when you're at a funeral, you come to the realization, when you're looking at that casket that 
There are a lot of worldly possessions that you can't take with you. You can't bring a U-Haul to heaven. Somebody told me that one time. You can't bring a U-Haul to heaven. The more funerals you attend, the more you realize your own mortality. And that's one reason why funerals are better than parties. The second reason why it's better to go to funerals over parties is because you gain more wisdom from going to funerals over parties. You gain more wisdom from going to funerals over parties. Verse 4 says, The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of pleasure. Your heart gets more wisdom the more funerals you attend. David says in Psalms 90.12, Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. When we learn to number our days, when we come to the realization that our days are numbered from going to a lot of funerals, we're open to God's wisdom more and more. Herman Melville, who wrote Moby Dick, came out with a book called Redburn. And in Redburn, there's a quote that says, And not till we know that one grief outweighs 10,000 joys will we become what Christianity is striving to make us. Until we understand that one funeral is better than 10,000 good times, we won't understand what Christianity is all about. And when we can understand that one funeral is more valuable than 10,000 good times, we come to the realization that we get more wisdom because we know what Christianity is all about. And with the more funerals that you attend, the more you realize who is in control. And the more you realize who is in control, the more you want to serve who is in control. And the more you want to serve who is in control, the more you get to know who is in control. And the more you get to know who is in control, the more you follow who is in control. And the more you follow who is in control, the more you grow into spiritual maturity. And the more you grow into spiritual maturity, the more wisdom you get from God, and the more you want wisdom from God. And the more you want wisdom from God, and the more you get wisdom from God, the more you are ready for the next life. And the more you come to the realization that you're not going to be here for forever. So you make wise choices right now. Many of us know that there's a special date in April that we love so much that involves giving money. Can anybody tell me what that date involves? Maybe in the world of Paul Cologne, that's why he's never paid his taxes. No, I'm just joking. I think he has. Anybody else? Tax day. Tax day. Da, da, da. It's so exciting. Everybody puts it on their calendar. Oh, 20 days till tax. I can't wait to give the government money. Yeah. I think in the back of our minds, we always know when tax day is. But we try to ignore tax day at the same time. And when you try to ignore tax day, you're in danger of not being prepared for tax day. 
And when you're not prepared for tax day, tax day is going to smack you out of nowhere like nobody's business, and you're not going to know what to do with yourself. A lot of us know that our death day is coming, but we have a tendency to ignore that our death day is coming at the same time. And when we ignore that our death day is coming, we have a tendency to not prepare for our death. A lot of people are like, yeah, I know I'm going to die, but I'm going to live my life the way I want to right now. Death will come eventually. Well, there's a lot of people that get hit with death and they're unprepared, and then they have to deal with eternal consequences. Attend more funerals than parties, because funerals remind you constantly that you're going to die, and funerals remind you that you need to get ready for your death constantly. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to go to Brown's funeral home after church today and say, hey, well, Pastor Christian, you know, he told us we need to be ready to die, so we really need to make arrangements right now. I'm pretty sure Brown's funeral home would love the business right now, but I don't think everybody needs to be doing that right now. That's not what I'm saying. Constantly think about your death, because the day of your death is better than the day of your birth. Ten more funerals and parties, so you always come to the realization that death is coming, and you better be ready for it. And when you're ready for death, you receive more wisdom from God. That wisdom allows you to be effective for Christ's kingdom. Thank you.